0: Hi everyone, uh, welcome to the uh, next edition of the TMA uh, Featured Person of the Week. Uh, my name's Graham Page, I'm a director at PwC uh, and I am interviewing Adam Drieser this week from TGF. Uh, welcome Adam, how, uh, how are you doing?
1: Hey Graham, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Um, yeah, as, uh, as Graham mentioned, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a third year associate here at uh, TGF uh, I'm in our restructuring and insolvency group, and uh, yeah, no, things are going pretty well. I'm actually just here down in uh, North Carolina visiting my brother and, and his family just for the weekend, uh, so just enjoying some uh, some nice weather down here and and just getting away for a little bit.
0: Thankfully, no one can see the gorgeous view out of your window because this is a podcast, so it's audio only, but uh, <laughs> I hope everyone can, can trust me that it's quite nice. Um Maybe, uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about how, uh, how you got, uh, got into restructuring at uh, TGF, Adam.
1: Yeah, for sure. So uh, it, it's funny. I actually came to the firm uh, wanting to be a litigator back when I was a summer student. Um, and then, you know, just got started working with uh, the two different groups at our firm. And, uh, you know, just based on the work that I was dealing with and, and the, you know, the people that I was working with, I just ended up gravitating more towards the restructuring group. And uh, you know the rest is history. And and now, uh, you know about five years later. Uh, now now a third year associate. Um, you know here I am. And uh, no, it's been great.
0: Yeah, and as, uh, as some people may be aware, uh, you and I have spent the better part of the last thirteen months, I think, talking almost every day uh, on our uh, our favorite uh, private debt lending company, uh, Bridging Finance. Um, how have uh, how have you found? Um, I, I don't want to ask how have you found working with me, but but how have uh, how have you found the file the last 13 months? Like what uh, what uh, what are some things you might want to talk about?
1: For sure, Graham. Well, I mean, I was totally surprised you had me on today. I I honestly figured after speaking to me every day for the last 14, 15 months, uh, you guys would be sick of me by now. But uh, of of course, I'm happy to be on uh, speaking with you. Um, I mean, in terms of bridging, Graeme, uh, you know, of course, it's been a, an interesting and complex file. And we've been working hard with your team over at PwC to, to try to affect a good outcome here uh, in, in unfortunate circumstances. And I mean, the, the interesting thing about bridging is there's just so many different aspects to the file. I mean, you know, first of all, it's, it's relatively unique in the sense that it's a Securities Act receivership. And uh, one of the most important aspects, of course, is investor protection. And, uh, you know, there's uh, over 26,000 investors in Bridging's various funds. And, and, you know, we've been working hard with your team uh, to take various steps to try to maximize value for those investors and uh, the other bridging stakeholders. Um, You know, another aspect is uh, various rep council groups have been appointed in respect of the investors. Uh, We're working with those groups, uh, you know, to address numerous issues. Um, There is also the ordinary course receivership aspect. Uh, We're dealing with a number of things you would see in a standard receivership. Uh, You know, we're taking possession and control of the business and property. Uh, We're dealing with employees. We're dealing with an office space. Uh, We've run a sales process. We've implemented a CURP. Uh, There's also the investigatory aspect where we, you know, we've been looking into the history of bridging, uh, you know, how things unfortunately ended up where they are and are considering certain claims uh, to maximize recoveries for uh, investors and other stakeholders. And and finally, you know, a, a, a very large aspect is that, you know, given that bridging is ultimately a lender, we're, we're dealing with a fairly significant portfolio of loans. And, and in certain cases, Graham, as you know, that's led to us... Uh, uh, commencing proceedings in respect of certain bridging borrowers and uh, i mean above all it's you know it's been interesting and, and great working with uh, you and your team over at pwc uh, with john and grant at at my firm and you know really i've just been learning a lot and uh, uh you know we're all just trying to solve a lot of uh, complex and, and interesting issues here yeah well
0: i i, th- I think that's what's been so um you know challenging on i think for all of our parts is the fact that you know as you were saying um you've got you know you've got the your standard company right there's, there's, you know there's payroll there's employees there's you know there's hiring there's firing there's that kind of thing um which obviously presents its own challenges to everybody on the team um and then you know it, it, you're you're the the main associate on the file which means that when they when borrower related issues come up which um, you know, you can fill in the blanks when interest rates are, you know, 12 to 18 percent in today's market. Um, and these are some of these are sizable loans. Um, and, you know, as, as we all sometimes check in our, our, our you know, news, news updates, there's a fair number of these that have now become um, public with proceedings and whatnot. Um, like I know you, you, you were in court earlier on this week, weren't you? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So uh, we were in court uh, in respect of one of our borrowers uh, uh, twice uh, this past week. And uh, it was actually a great opportunity for me. I was able to, to go into court and actually make submissions uh, for the very first time, uh, which was great experience for me. Um, and, you know, one of the interesting issues that we were dealing with is, uh, you know, a request for a sealing order in the post-Sherman estate world. And, of course, that introduced, uh, you know, a newer, higher standard. And the bottom line, really, the key takeaway is that uh, you know, courts are, are no longer going to grant uh, a ceiling order just because you're asking for it. And just because nobody's there, um, you know, opposing it, you, you really do have to meet this new high standard, uh, and the three prongs of the test. And, uh, that was an interesting issue to explore and, and good experience for me making submissions on that point.
0: Yeah, well, you were, you were put through your paces. It was great to watch and you obviously, uh, you obviously did a great job. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, the, the next question I have is it's obviously, uh, as we're moving into, um, you know, warm, warmer months, um, you know, I have a particular love of Bermuda shorts and, um, I hope that they become much more popular in Toronto. So my question to you is, are you a fan of Bermuda shorts?
1: Oh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Bermuda shorts. So I'm, I'm all for that movement, Graham. And, uh, no, it's funny. I mean, um, I kind of have, you know, an experience that was pre-COVID that kind of uniquely prepared me for COVID, kind of along those lines. Um, So back between uh, my first and and second years of law school, I I was looking for a a job that summer, something interesting to do. So I ended up applying for a bunch of uh, internships overseas, and I ended up getting an interview at a law firm over in uh, India based out of uh, Mumbai. And so... Uh, my interview there one one morning was set up for, uh, it was about 2 a.m. Calgary time, which is about 3 p.m. Uh, Mumbai time, and I had set my alarm for about one thirty. I kind of slept through it a little bit. Uh, I woke up with about five minutes to spare, and so I ended up scrambling, going to get my suit jacket on, my tie on, my dress shirt on. Uh, but by the time I had those things on, it was like basically interview time. So I didn't have time to get the suit pants on too. So I kind of had to do the COVID look where, you know, you look good from the waist up and, you know, you don't want to see the waist down. So I was just hoping and praying that they weren't going to have me stand up or, you know, doing anything like that. So fortunately they didn't, I ended up getting the job and, uh, it was uh, it was a pretty cool experience. So that was, that was my pre-COVID experience that prepared me for COVID.
0: I, I think that's everyone's fear now on the commercial list. <laughs> we, you know, the judge walked in the room, we all have to stand up. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a really funny story. Um, but here, no, thanks, uh, thanks so much for taking the time today. And um, I'm glad you're able to chat through some of that fun stuff that you've been seeing over the last year. And um, look, uh, look forward to hopefully seeing you in person and uh, share a beer sometime soon.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.